Hello, and welcome to Paper to Podcast, the show where we dive into fascinating research papers and try our best to make you laugh, or at least smile, while learning something new. Today we're exploring a paper where I've only read 34% of it, but trust me, it's worth discussing. The paper is called, Where Have All the Creative Talents Gone? Employment Dynamics of U.S. Inventors, and it's authored by Ufuk, Aksigit, and colleagues. So, where did those creative minds go? Well, this research discovered some interesting insights into the world of inventors and their employment dynamics. It turns out that inventors are increasingly concentrated in large incumbent firms, less likely to work for young firms, and less likely to become entrepreneurs. Not only that, but when an inventor is hired by a big firm compared to a young one, their earnings increase by 12.6%, but their innovative output declines by 6 to 11%. Talk about selling out. These patterns were found to be robust and not driven by life cycle effects or occupational composition effects. That's right, folks. These creative minds are being strategically hired by big firms, possibly to limit competition. This suggests that the allocation of inventive talent in the economy can significantly affect innovative capacity and, ultimately, economic growth. The researchers built a creative destruction model to understand the strategic incentives of incumbent firms and how they might use the innovation input market to limit competition. They allowed an incumbent to hire an inventor who would otherwise create an innovation inside an entrant firm, potentially displacing the incumbent. They then compared the wages and innovative output of inventors hired by incumbent firms to those hired by entrant firms. To test the model's predictions, they combined data on over 760,000 U.S. inventors' employment history from the Longitudinal Employer Household Dynamics Program at the U.S. Census Bureau with patent data from the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. They focused on various aspects of inventors' productivity, such as patent counts, citations, and claims. Now let's talk strengths and limitations, shall we? The most compelling aspects of the research include the use of a creative destruction model to develop strategic insights on how incumbent firms might limit competition by hiring inventors and not implementing their ideas. This approach sheds light on the potential impact of inventor allocation in the economy on innovation capacity. However, a possible limitation of the research is the use of simplistic assumptions in the model, which may not fully capture the intricacies of the real-world dynamics between inventors, incumbents, and entrants. Also, the reliance on patent data for inventor identification and productivity measurement has its drawbacks because patents may not capture all aspects of inventive activity. As for potential applications, this research can inform policymakers and companies on the implications of inventor allocation within the economy. By understanding how the concentration of inventors in large incumbent firms affects innovation and productivity, strategies can be developed to encourage more balanced allocation and foster a dynamic business environment. In conclusion, this paper sheds light on the strategic behavior of incumbent firms and its impact on innovation and overall dynamism in the U.S. economy. By addressing these issues, promoting entrepreneurship, and supporting a healthy balance of inventor allocation across various firm sizes and types, we can help shape a more innovative, dynamic, and competitive economy. You can find this paper and more on the paper2podcast.com website. Thanks for joining us today, and until next time, keep questioning everything, 